Alright, sounds good. Let's uh, head back then. Um, and we'll talk about what happens with Bennett probably during downtime. That seems like a great time to do that. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about Fallout. Yeah, payout heats. Payoff oh, yeah. entanglements. Probably. Why can I never find this page? I need to just, like, bookmark this. I've been... A thing that I did previously when I was DMing this is I just threw it in the handouts. That's a good idea. I need to do oh, that. Oh, yeah. Um... Also, if you have the, the Blades sheet doc, it's just page three of that, I believe. Oh. Okay. Maybe I'll just put that there. Okay. So, let's talk rep. Tier earns... Or crew earns two rep per score by default. Target is higher, take one. If the target is lower, take minus one. If you keep the operation completely quiet so no one knows about it, you earn zero rep. Oh, yeah. This was not completely quiet, I think. No. Yeah, the knights know about us. Well, now. the knights know, the other two wolfen know. Yeah. Well, the other two wolfen don't know that it was us, but they definitely know oh, something weird yeah. happened. Yeah. Well, and I, I just assume that when anything weird happens, people blame us. Or at least that's how it's going to end up. Fair. That's fair. Okay, yeah, so I think that's two rep. Um, so Heat, um, I would say it was very geographically contained. There was one casualty. Hey, man, he killed himself. Um, yeah, well, <laughs> for no help died. of anyone else. <laughs> Whether the crew did the killing or not, yeah, bodies yeah. draw attention. So, um, yeah, I'd say uh, two heat for contained standard exposure, and then two more for, you know, the dead guy, um, and the likely uh, attention from outside peoples now. Um, yeah. And then uh, we don't have to write incarceration yet. Yet. And then entanglements. Let's do entanglements. Somebody give me a fortune roll. Just a d6. Hey, we're at heat four. Uh, we are. It's very exciting. We get to roll the... N oh, uh, still like at zero. This. Yeah, so you're going to roll uh, two and keep the lowest. For fuck's sake. <laughs> you should, well, I mean, you, got what you, you get what you ask for when it comes to syntax there. One. One. Gang trouble or questioning? The blue coats grab an NPC member of your crew, one of the crew's contacts, to question them about your crimes. Okay. So the way that I'm going to interpret that now, specifically, um, in the context of this... Uh, is that uh, Bennett is going to get a talking to. <laughs> yeah. From the Knights. At some point, relatively soon. So, somebody give me another fortune roll, unless we want to come up with some way to bribe them off here during downtime, I guess. Because that's also, that's just a conversation we can have. Yeah, this can come up during downtime. Yeah. Um, cool. Speaking of downtime, 
So you guys got Bennett back to his digs, and uh, he is in rough shape, but he's alive. He is still not sure what to make of you, even by the time they get back. He's clearly exhausted, real beat up, not in a good place after having been treated pretty roughly for several days. Uh, his tower is a mess, which you can see him visibly recoil from. When you get there, um, he does not like how there's just sort of stuff everywhere and no one made an attempt to clean it up before you got here. That's um, not true. It's true. true. There's a, like a pile. I organized like, paper by size. There's a pyramid of... Uh, so did you do it like lay it out on the floor by size? Whatever, like... whatever was within arm's reach, yeah. Like There's a pyramid of paper on the floor is accurate. Okay. Um... He comes in, the, he walks in the front door, uh, which is still sort of hanging off its hinges, and there's he sees that, that pyramid of paper is like sitting next to a deep gouge on the floor from one of the wolfen claws, and you can see him just like... <sighs> and he turns... To those of you that came back with him flying. I don't even know if is there yet. And he <laughs> looks at you two weirdos. Mm -hmm. And he says, I don't... I don't know exactly who you are. But thanks, I guess? I need to go lay down now. It was really the elf that uh, did most of it. <laughs> I was going to say thanks. We live here now. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. You, you had that conversation with him at some point. If you, if you say that, he's like, you can, you can see he takes a second and then, like, does. He's mildly horrified by this news and then suddenly stops caring and walks up the stairs, right? Um, this dude really needs a nap. Feels fair. And he's gonna go have one. So, uh, yeah. That will bring us into downtime. And once we'll run through downtime, then we'll do XP, and then I think we can be done. Unless people would rather cut to XP now. I'm fine with that too. I think I know what I'm doing for downtime. Probably get downtime in first. Yeah, I think I probably know. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, so, uh, again, uh, I'm not really concerned about how long this takes. Uh, I sort of assume we can talk about over the course of a couple of days of downtime here. Um, there will probably be some interesting events happen. Um, well... I'm making a note uh, of the fact that you have tangled now with the the out the out out emissaries of the Wolven Empire. They're not emissaries. They're something else. Uh, yeah. Okay. So who wants to tell me what they're doing with downtime? Uh, Poppet is going to go indulge vice, which looks like answering prayers to Echo. Okay, okay. Which I'm guessing is hanging out at that brothel with Nerex and anyone else that uh, so, you know, I know could that, use Aiko's protection. 
Yeah, and then yeah. Thick is gonna do basically the same thing, um, probably in a more dark way. <laughs> I was gonna say, Aiko's, or Thick's gonna do like the Moon Knight version of that, right? Like yeah. just. Okay, well, yeah, you have the brothel. Um, the um, what's it, what we decided it was called? I don't know that we did. Yeah, the sailors, we... sailors rest. Sailors rest. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there's the brothel. There's also that physicer's place. Um, they may, there may be some people there in need of ministrations uh, that a small dog could attend to. But, yeah, you can go and uh, and you don't even have to, like, I don't know. Do You, you could just be a presence, right? Like, I think that's a lot of it, yeah, is being a doll and, like, yeah. mm-hmm. passively, um, you know improving the lives of people nearby yeah i think there will, will there be like a, a montage maybe of like you in the background of scenes where people's moods are 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 mildly improving right yeah like moderated slightly slightly better for them while you're sitting there right yeah um yeah sounds good push button oh boy wow look at you so, uh, yeah. I still have five stress. Yeah. Seems fine. It'll be fine. Cool. Um, and Thick, what's your what's your version of this? Basically the stuff that happens outside of there that's unpleasant, right? I mean, it's going to be mostly just, like, less physical than it ha- normally, but, like, trying to stop some of those wrongs that, keep hap- that come out of those places. Okay. Um, can I offer you another possibility? Absolutely. You remember those street urchins? Oh, that's a good point. Oh, that's that's yeah. Those two cops. I'm terrorize. I I need to name. I need to name and properly yeah. characterize those two cops because I feel like they're going to keep coming up. Yeah. Um, I have not done that yet. But no, I actually kind of like the. Because I had decided that was a long-term project of Thick was uh, completely fucking up that Bazo Baz kid. Okay. But, like, just by undermining his gang. Um, so, yeah, in this case, like, he's going to try and get the kids to realize, like, some of their own... I'm going to organize the labor of that gang, but through sweet okay. grandmotherly efforts, <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know what, kiddies? You should form a union. <laughs> help my my child gang has unionized in like the eight six nine for the ages of the kids exactly um but yeah i think that's how he's actually gonna do that um because that amuses me a lot okay okay um yeah i imagine you like showing up with a like plate of cookies or something mm-hmm. Like uh, actual union organizer <laughs> style, we're gonna have like we're gonna have like the 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 square jug of Dunkin' Donuts coffee and a plate of cookies and, uh, and a bunch of flyers that are like here are your rights under Lopan or Lopan labor law. Exactly. Though it has to be like tea because of the grandmother thing. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Yes. Yes. Uh, so we'll do that. Go dice. Woohoo! Nice. Nice. 
highly effective organizing. See what you can accomplish when we all stick together. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, do you have an idea, Adam? Oh, so for my downtime? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I kind of, I, I don't know how much you want to make this part of the, the main story or if I just want to make it a long-term project, but I want to start obviously after we have some conversations with Bennett since we're living in his tower yeah. I want to start working with him on building the effigy oh that's okay. right we're supposed to do that thing huh okay yeah that's yeah like I said I, I don't know if that needs to be more part of the main well, campaign area or well so the way this probably works uh, most long term projects sort of come to a head right okay and you will eventually uh, have to do a job or something fairly complex to get it done, right? So yeah, the that totally makes sense to me that you would... Uh, maybe we can start, since Bennett is like going to go, gonna go sleepy times for a little bit here. Um, maybe we start with uh, just a scene of Elamir... Uh, going and checking out the the garden of the gods sure to scope out what's up there and see if there's like any obvious thing that can place to start um so yeah uh there is a place here on lopan that is called the garden of the gods and it is um kind of a big deal in terms of local attraction um there's a big the the road out of town leads directly past it. Uh, on the way there, you see several more of these uh, very shiny knightly peoples. Um, on most of them mounted on horses, going to and fro. They don't seem to pay too much attention to you immediately. Um, and when you get to the garden, it is a garden. It is a just a giant. It, it's very very large in terms of area. And it is a manicured, but not necessarily, like, evenly manicured, like, hedge maze, basically. Mm -hmm. Where some portions are very well trimmed and maintained, and some are very, like, wilded out, right? And not, not as maintained. But in this maze, there are statues, and they represent different gods uh, of this setting. And there are hundreds of them. Hundreds of them. And some of those statues have a bunch of flowers out in front. And uh, offerings. And even like some of them have people there actively maintaining them. And, and prostilitizing about the deity in question. And some of them have, look like no one's been here in decades. Right? Some still are broken in, in ways. Where parts are missing. Some are just a plinth with like a foot sticking out of it. But the whole time you're there, especially you with your newfound relationship with the divine, right? Mm -hmm. There's a distinct sense that this is a place that is powerful, that the beings that live here are, that, or that, that this, this place touches the divine in a way that, like, you felt it in that village, right? 
in a way, but this is sort of more holistic and less direct. Like, this place exists because of the gods. It is a conduit to those beings, but it's not as urgent and weird as the village was. And each of these uh, statues, while you're in their presence, um, they all give you sort of a different kind of feeling. And for those gods that you are that you recognize or are informed of while you're there, they are um, they are the feeling you get corresponds, right? Like they they feel like if you, if you get told there's a god a goddess of uh, a goddess of industry, the, the the place smells like machine oil and uh, and you feel industrious, right? Um, if you if it's a if it's a god of curiosity, then there's a bunch of stuff around to read in languages you only sort of know, and it it's all piques your curiosity, like it's that sort of thing. These are all physical manifestations of these these deities. There are a couple of them though where you do, you specifically don't get the right vibe, like maybe there are gods there that don't like you a whole lot. That maybe don't want to hang out with you and you definitely get that feeling a couple of times so uh why don't you give me um are you going to explore or are you going to find something specifically um i kind of just want to think i want to take in the feeling of the area kind of get an idea what people are doing in there uh where there's space for rent um just kind of just look, looking around and catching the whole vibe of the place <laughs> okay Okay, cool. Yeah, that sounds like survey to me, so why don't you give me a survey? And we'll make this your long-term project, and we will see if you can get a read on that. Alright, that's six. That is three segments, so you did pretty well. Um, let me actually turn this over. Okay, so yeah, you got three segments of your four-segment four clock. I could have drawn more, but I didn't. Um, yeah, so you got a pretty good beat on it. There aren't... There are, you, oh my god, what happened? Don't worry about it, I'm fixing it. <laughs> That's fine. You, no, I got it, I got it, I got it. I just undid mine. I just undid mine. So, uh, yeah, so you don't, you get the idea that over some interminably long timeline, these statues have been in flux, right? Both from the stories around and the things you've observed, um... It looks like there is a way for statues to to enter and leave the garden. So, but you don't find anywhere like specific that's like, "Hey, your god here." Right? There's no welcome center. Yeah. No. None of that. So, yeah, that's what you find. All right. So, it's, it's a timeshare actually. So who wants to go next? We got two, we got one more free downtime action for everybody. I'm tempted to indulge Vice again, and I know if I do, I'm going to roll a six and overindulge. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious to see what that looks like. <laughs> very excited. I'm very excited. Ooh, the opposite. All right. Yeah. Or, or not. It's... Or you're going to just indulge Vice over and over again. And... It's not, yeah, like it's... I think the problem with Poppet it is it's too passive. 
I think that's it, right? Like that, and that's the thing that, yeah, like you haven't taken again. We get the same sort of thing going on, but we also see like in this montage, we like we see the problems still exist. The problems still exist, and they're not being immediately yeah. addressed, right? And that that means that Poppet's not like regaining power on quite well, the that, that and like could could happen. I think to some extent, it's also. On that job, Poppet took a life using, like, divine uh, power and, like, capital R righteousness. Or at least, like, that's that's Poppet's read on the situation. And so just, like... Okay, okay, yeah. I have done more. I can do more. And this is, like... It's helping, but is it helping enough? Is sort of, like, the why Poppet isn't recovering more stress. Okay, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. All right. Um, what about you, Thick? What do you go to? Hmm. That's a good question. I really pause what I want to do. Uh, do, do, do. May just be boring and train. I think I'm just going to train the playbook. Um, okay. Yeah, I can't really think of anything else that really think makes sense right now. Mm, yeah, alright, it was boring, but I marked one for uh, playbook advancement. Okay. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Alright, um, yeah, so yeah, you're, you're just working out and being an ogre? Yeah, yeah, basically. I imagine you're like doing uh, pull-ups on an exposed beam in the tower, right? <laughs> Well, like, and he's got a mirror there to make sure they look sufficiently intimidating. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Um, and Elamir. Uh, so, I think Elamir is working on his resolve, on the resolve. Uh, okay. In so much that maybe they're dabbling in well we're at a religious garden here maybe we're working on trying to get a little closer to the the deity we're following now okay okay so maybe you know hunt out my deity statue and commune i don't know i'm trying to figure out if an image of this exists that i can point you to because there's a picture of it in the book i'm working out of um but yeah, so you, uh, you, after having wandered through this garden, and, uh, I mean, you have a pretty good sense of direction, so you're, you're a little bit better at getting, making sure that you're heading interesting places than just mm -hmm. random people, right? But, um, eventually, you feel pulled. You, you start to feel a pull towards in a direction that you haven't been yet. Um, but from fairly nearby. And your walk has now taken you through a part of the garden that appears to be uh, dedicated to a bunch of elven deities that you know, yeah. right? Um, that you're familiar with. Uh, either culturally or just like historically, right? You've seen these before. Um, 
and those a lot of those are fairly well maintained they're they're done in a very like flighty elven style with a bunch of and they have a bunch of plants and all they look they look elven right um but as you move through this area towards sort of one of the back corners of this this particular area you notice that there are there is a a point in the hedge maze that is not like it's not a, an opening like it's not a, a a pathway through it but it's only not because it looks like maybe it's grown over a little bit and you feel drawn through there right mm-hmm. and you take that path back further in to this maze away from those other elven gods and you find yourself in a portion of the garden that feels foreboding and welcoming at the same time to you and standing in the middle of this clearing are two statues one of them is a tall elven woman with a big axe the blade of which looks like a crescent moon um and the statue is made out of uh marble some sort of white rock stone um but has been shot through with some sort of dark material and the other statue facing away sort of pointing deeper into this morass of strange area of the the garden is a dark figure of a statue made out of some sort of dark like black maybe a little bit like reddish rock um their face and head covered in a cowl and a cape and they are brandishing well their hand uh is extended in it looks to you like they are striking downward with what should be a sword in one hand and they do, they do not have it in and the other hand also appears like it should be holding something that does not exist currently um and you get a very strong impression oh yeah this is real this is my guy yeah and so i figure you can you can probably uh take whatever you want <laughs> from that spiritually um and that's a pretty easy result right do you want to do you want to say something do you want to like, graffiti the statue yeah. do you wanna... no i i think all elamir does is um sort of a military salute using the sword that the the god gave him okay Maybe tidies the area up a tiny little bit and takes his leave. Okay, okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. That seems fine. That seems like exactly your relationship with this person. Cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, that's downtime. Excellent. Uh, good job, everybody. So I guess, um, why don't we do XP? Yeah. Um, and then we will... Go from there. So let's. I've got the crew sheet open. So let's talk about that here. Yep. Um, 
So, uh, advance, so at the end of each session for each item below, mark one XP or two if that, ex if that item occurred multiple times. Advance the agenda of your deity or embody its precepts in action. I, I, I'm advancing the agenda of my deity, I suppose, by starting on this whole effigy thing that he tasked me. Yo. That's, yeah, that's one. The actual job didn't really do it, but all yeah. of the downtime actions tied I would agree it. with that, yeah. I would yeah. agree with that. So yeah, I'd call that two for sure because it happened. Basically, every downtime action yeah. was this in some yeah. way. Um, Continue with challenges above your current station. Uh, Wolfen and also the Paladin nerd. Yeah, I would say that both of those things um, could have gone really wrong. Mm -hmm. So I'll give you two checks there. Um, bolster your crew's reputation or develop a new one uh, for. Strange and terrifying. Reputations. <laughs> yup. Yup. And now Bennett thinks you're both of those things. Yep. As do the knights. <laughs> yeah, a knight called me a demon. I think that's just like a personal achievement unlocked. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so that's that's a full crew advance track. I'll go ahead and make a, a yeah. plus two upgrade note now. Um, and then uh, express the goals, inner dri drills, drives, inner conflict, or essential nature of the crew. I feel like we were very these assholes, and also that we need a better name. So seriously, I put Strange Company kept up top, because you talked about Strange Company. I liked mm. it. It's not a great crew name. People aren't going to call us that, but maybe Strange Company. The inner, so yeah, so the inner conflict was, no, I don't want to kill him, you kill him. <laughs> I wasn't really trying to kill him. I was like, eh, can we get away with not killing this guy? And I, I'm retro... Uh, what am I thinking? Brain retconning it to be that Thick was aware of the Silver Knights thing because he's been around this island once before, at least. That makes sense. Yeah, like you, you probably knew what you were dealing with and like yeah. what you could expect from them. That's fair. Yeah. So, so Jonathan didn't. I totally forgot about it. Have <laughs> that moment of like, oh yeah. yeah, later when you're. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, oh yeah, those assholes. Those and like, assholes. I totally think Thick's gonna keep up his. Yeah, whatever, you guys, you suck. Poppet wants like, to shove them in a locker one, collectively. Well, like, I, I, I don't know. We never established how old Thick mm. really was, but I think it'd be funny if he knew him <laughs> when they first started off, and so that's why he has zero respect for him. <laughs> like, whatever you. It's just founded by Mark. Mark was, a I was gonna say because yeah, there's I, I can look it up right now who founded them. I remember the the origin story is like a dude who's like, oh wait, I need more of me. So hold on, uh, it'd be very funny if like that was a person that that Thick was like either tight with or like directly opposed to. Yeah. Like, cool. Um, that so that's the crew. So let's go through here. I got uh, Elamir is first on my list. So let's talk Elamir. Um, you addressed a challenge with tracking or violence. I definitely used violence this time. And tracking. And tracking. I'd okay. say you used tracking. You used tracking to get us there. I'll, I'll give you two for that. Yeah. You expressed your beliefs, drives, heritage, or background. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I was sort of trying to do the, the, the drives with exploring the religion aspect that he's now developing yep. and yeah yep that sounds fine um and then you struggle with your issues from vices or traumas not really nope 
Nope, nope. So four. Well, I did do vengeance feet. this time though. I got payback against. Ooh, someone. yeah, true. Oh, it's true. That interferes with my true. business. Yeah, so that's five. Yeah. So that's five free range XP, and I guess the crew gets an XP too, don't yes, they? Yes, the crew does get a free XP for that. All right, let me mark that down. So that's five free range XP. Feel free to to distribute them as you will. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, boop. Okay. Oh wait, sorry. Repeat, please. It was. Hmm? I I did not catch that last bit. It was mm -hmm. just Elamir has five additional XP now. That's oh, that's what you're saying. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, because the crew XP just gets put on the general crew tab, right? Yep, that's yeah. what I just did. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. It's okay. Alright, um, Pop it, you are next. Yeah, address the challenge with deception or influence. Uh, I tried to calm Bennett down, and then I stopped a wolf's heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's two. That's definitely two. Uh, expressed uh, beliefs drives heritage or background. I feel like that is most of what Poppet does in any given uh -huh. second. Yeah, Poppet, Poppet doesn't really have much personality besides like the weird shit that Poppet believes about the universe. So yeah, and also just like Poppet being a weird doll, and also Poppet, yeah. Uh, and then struggled with issues from advice or trauma. I don't think so. No. I did get very close to trauming it, which would have been another fun way for this session to have gone. Yeah, I have I have no idea what it looks like for Poppet or for Thick. <laughs> I'm so excited for Poppet to become either cold or haunted or obsessed or paranoid or reckless or soft or unstable or vicious. Vicious, a vicious doll. You're just Chucky at that point. Any of them yep. make a very fucked up weird doll thing. Yes. Except maybe soft. <laughs> yeah, soft. Soft is a whole different direction, right? Like that's, yeah. Soft is probably Poppet stops doing the weird retributive violence thing that they do. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, that's the, the best part. Yeah, yes. Poppet just like, yeah, yeah. Becomes, like, like, actually becomes committed to nonviolence. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's where I go, actually. Who knows? Yeah. Alright. Thick, I think that's you now. Yo. Uh, let's see here. Challenge with terror or violence. Well, I jumped out of the sky and slammed a giant wolf to the ground and scared him into not fighting back. It's true. That all happened. Uh, and then, let's see here. Uh, you express your beliefs, drives, heritage, or background. I am totally a troll, okay? I am a giant fucking troll. And uh, I am organizing a union to yes. break it. <laughs> organizing a child labor union, yes. That is hilarious to me. I am for it. All right. Um, the issues of vice or trauma. No, no trauma. Now he's got rid of all that wonderful stress. Yep, you sure did. You sure did. Yeah, yeah. I actually like that one there too, Andrew. The tiger is out. Fun fact: uh, the tiger is out by nail is actually one of John Harper's favorite poems. Oh yes. Yeah. By the six-year-old poet who is a once-in-a-lifetime oh. poet, as far as anyone can tell. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a playbook advancement. I think Yeah. I'm going to take... Well, I'm taking Man's Best Friend. I'm going to have to reword it a little bit. But basically, the idea is when I switch from granny form to troll form, I get a bonus die against the person I just surprised the shit out of. Can't be Man's Best Friend, though. i got to edit that. Doll's Best Friend. 
while true, not relevant here. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Okay, well then. I, I, my my pitch for the name of that is suddenly colon troll. <laughs> okay, like uh, I I had just gotten um to angry old lady, but suddenly troll. <laughs> I mean, a colon troll sounds terrible in the first place. But um, colon troll. Once Thick is done with most people, they're only actually a semicolon anymore. Boom! There it is. Uh, and uh, on that note... Yep, yep and yep, yep, that's yep. the title. Um, thanks uh, for listening, everybody. Thanks for playing, all my guys. Yeah, um, and uh, we will do this again very soon. Good luck out there, everyone. Yeah, seriously. Good night and good luck. That D&D podcast is released under a Creative Commons 4.0 attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license. Feel free to share with friends, but don't cut anything out and don't sell our work. Please visit us at thatdndpodcast.com or on Twitch or YouTube at That D&D Podcast. Intro music is Dark Matter by M33 Project and is available on the Free Music Archive. M33 Project can also be found on YouTube and Instagram. Outro music is Betrayed by Scott Holmes Music. This and other works by Scott Holmes Music can be found on the Free Music Archive, SoundCloud, or scottholmesmusic.com. The Palladium Fantasy RPG, written by Kevin Ciambietta, is owned and published by Palladium Books. All other copyrighted content is owned by its associated copyright holder. Mm-hmm.